Big tech had an ugly day after Microsoft and Google both failed to impress their investors on Tuesday. Then a regional bank in New York fell nearly 40% yesterday after announcing a surprise loss. I think that no one really saw coming truly. So the US yields fell, although the Fed said that a March rate cut is unlikely. Today, the Bank of England will be announcing its latest monetary policy verdict. Then, Apple, Amazon and Meta will be releasing their fourth quarter results after the bell. So, whew, we have a busy, busy day ahead. So, welcome. This is Swiss Code's Daily Market Talk. We knew that yesterday was not going to be a bright day as Microsoft, Google and AMD have all seen a negative market reaction after their fantastic quarterly results failed to match the huge, huge market expectations. And because most investors out there have been waiting in ambush for the slightest misstep from these companies to take advantage of selling the overstretched technology rally, well, the US technology stocks got hammered yesterday after Microsoft's light guidance for the current quarter. So Microsoft fell more than 2.5% from a record high. Google tumbled more than 7%. AMD lost 2.5% and Nvidia retreated about 2% yesterday. And all that was broadly expected before the session opened. What was not expected, however, and which came as a punch on everybody's face from, well, pretty much nowhere, was that surprise fourth quarter loss at New York Community Bancorp, which also slashed its dividend following its asset purchases from the Signature Bank. Remember, Signature Bank that went bankrupt last year and, well, which led to higher loan loss provisions for the New York Community Bank Corp and charge-offs. So the bank also warned of building trouble in the office space sector. So New York Community Bank Corp shares tumbled near 38% at yesterday's trading session, bringing back the worries regarding the U.S. regional banks on the table again, the commercial real estate threat and also the possibility of well, seeing more of those U.S. small regional players go into trouble due to these sleeping troubles in the commercial real estate space. As such, well, the SPDR's S&P regional banking ETF sold off nearly 6% at yesterday's trading session and even big banks, which have largely benefited from the regional bank misfortune last year traded lower. In the sense, JP Morgan, for example, lost more than 1% yesterday. Now, Apple, Amazon and Facebook's Meta will be posting their latest quarterly results today after the bell and they'd better blow investors' minds. Otherwise, the technology sell-off and the overall market sell-off is well, poised to gather some more momentum and that despite the falling US yields at the moment. And speaking of heels, these resurfacing worries of well another potential bank stress in the US sent the US yields tumbling at yesterday's trading session. The US two-year yield tipped a toe below the 4.20% level and the US 10-year yield sank below the 4% mark on a weaker than expected ADP report, on lower than expected employment costs in the fourth quarter in the US, on news that US Treasury will stop increasing the size of its auction 
elections starting from May, hallelujah, and of course on this fear that another bank stress in the U.S. could hurt the U.S. growth and get the Federal Reserve to hurry up on its interest rate cuts to calm down the market's nerves. But we are not there just yet. Because the Fed has kept this race unchanged at yesterday's monetary policy meeting, as expected. They removed that statement that actually talked about additional policy firming and replaced it with a message that said that the interest rate cuts won't be appropriate until the Federal Reserve's committee has gained enough confidence or greater confidence that inflation in the US is moving sustainably toward their 2% goal. So the Fed no longer sees itself hiking the interest rates. It sees itself cutting the rates at some point this year when the policymakers will feel comfy that inflation is headed toward their 2% policy target. But more importantly, and this is an important takeaway, the Fed sees itself scaling back the quantitative tightening. And that's a big deal, guys, because that means that the Fed will slow down the pace of its balance sheet unwinding and the slower unwinding will leave the market with more liquidity than otherwise. And all that extra liquidity that is not going to be sucked away from the financial markets could continue to be in the financial markets and support the asset prices. So that was the biggest change, in my opinion. So we will maybe not see a rate cut coming in the US right away, but we will soon hear the good news from the balance sheet reduction strategy. And to be perfectly honest with you, a slowing quantitative tightening sounds almost better news to me in terms of relaxing the financial conditions, especially for the financial markets and assets prices than your regular interest rate cuts. And what's crazy here is that the Fed will never ever be able to pull out the GFC and the pandemic liquidity out of the market ever. So you know what? Just enjoy. Now coming back to interest rates, Powell wanted it to be clear for everyone that a rate cut in March is unlikely. Still, activity on Fed funds futures gives around 35% chance for a March rate cut as yesterday's well, resurfacing bank worries do play in favor of a sooner rather than a later rate cut in the US. And of course, another bank stress could also make the Fed cut rates more aggressively. But remember that last March, while well, we went through a decent, decent banking stress, which did not slow down the US economy. Or if it did, well, the US economy still eked out an above average growth for last year. So in conclusion, I wouldn't waste too much of my time stressing about all of these uh, potential banking stress. In the FX markets, the US dollar swung between gains and losses at yesterday's trading session and is slightly above its 200-day moving average in the wake of the latest Fed decision. The euro dollar, on the other hand, extends losses to 108 level this morning as French and German inflation numbers, which were released yesterday, were soft enough to keep the inflation worries and the European Central Bank hawks at bay.
And with both the ECB and the Fed meetings out of the way this January, the next natural target for the euro bears is the 100-day moving average, which stands at the 107.75 level. Across the channel, the Bank of England will be giving its latest monetary policy verdict today. So the British policymakers will likely push back on early rate cut expectations for the UK as well after the latest inflation numbers in the UK revealed a mini U-turn in easing price dynamics, remember? But Brits are expected to deliver a brighter outlook for their economy, God knows why, reduce their inflation forecast and open the door a little bit to rate cuts later this year. So later this year, but not now. And in terms of pricing, the sharp fall of the US yields yesterday amid the mounting US regional bank worries also sent the UK's 10-year guilt yield below the 3 0.80% level yesterday, but overall, the gills had their worst month since May. The FTSE 100 index recorded its first drop since October, left well behind its American peers, and sterling topped at 128.30 level against the greenback. Now, improved economic forecast for the UK and a balanced hawkish tone from the Bank of England should contain the selling pressure that we see in sterling, but cable is more likely to test the 125 level than the 130 level in the foreseeable future. So this is all for today. I'm Ipeko Skardeshke and thank you for joining me at today's episode. I hope this episode of Market Talk has been helpful and it has been insightful to you. So please do not hesitate to leave your comments, your reactions and your questions below as usual. And follow us on Instagram, on X and on LinkedIn for regular market updates. Subscribe to our YouTube channel for daily market comments and please do not forget to hit the like button on these videos to let us know that you enjoy them. So I will meet you again tomorrow and until then, good day trading.